0: Into A to Z Sports powered by TennesseeTickets.com. I'm Austin Stanley. He is Zach Bingham. Uh, make sure you follow us on Twitter at A to Z Sports, like our Facebook page at A to Z Sports Nashville. Uh, we are Nashville's on demand sports network, and we go live every weekday morning at Central Time. Got to thank our sponsors because they truly make everything happen for our show, for our business, and they help you guys out. TennesseeTickets.com A lot of you guys save tons of money during the Titans playoff run by going to TennesseeTickets.com Zero hidden fees unlike all those other websites. And our promo code AZ10 will help you save $10 extra off any ticket you buy, whether it's Preds tickets. Concerts in the area, anything away game, TennesseeTickets.com is where to go. Renters Warehouse is the professional landlords in the Nashville area. Go to RentersWarehouse.com to find out how much your home can rent for. Selling your house is a one-time transaction, so when you move, renting your house out can do two things for you. Create an extra cash flow for you and your family, and you continue to build equity in that home that you already own. RentersWarehouse.com is where to go. And Mandu, the Pulse of Fitness a 15-minute workout at Mandu simulates five-plus hours in the weight room. Five-plus hours in the weight room is a lot on your body, a lot on your joints, if you're doing that week after week after week. But Mandu, easy on your joints because of full-body electronic muscle stimulation, that along with the in-body analysis can help you achieve your fitness goals in 2020. Mandu.com. Guys, your first workout is always free. Zach, Tommy boy in the news. Tom Brady, and the Titans—that is a marriage that net that multiple national media members are talking about. You're a big TB12 guy.
1: Oh yeah, always have been. I respect the goat. He is the goat. It's not you don't throw around the term goat. Tom Brady is the singular greatest of all time at the quarterback position. I want to read a couple of comments before we get to. Uh, Look, you can love him or hate him. I have my own opinions about it. But Stephen A. Smith brought this up yesterday. And also, Charles Davis has mentioned that very well-respected in the the football world. And, And
0: Charles Davis knows the Tennessee Titans very well. So he was talking about this and not calling it crazy whatsoever with Clay Travis this morning.
1: And Jason says, look, it's a publicity stunt to fill Nissan Stadium. And then Ray comes back and says, can the Titans win a Super Bowl in two years with Brady I say yes, he adds more dimensions to our offense. So that's coming from Ray. We're going to get more of your opinions on this to kind of where it starts. So uh, there's two sides to this clip that you are going to hear. First of all, it's the take, and that's what it is, the take of Stephen A. Smith and why he thinks that this is a possibility. He's been saying this for months, though. If there's one team that Stephen A. Smith has paired Tom Brady with, besides the New England Patriots, it has been the Tennessee Titans. Now, here's the problem with Stephen A. Smith. He doesn't know what the hell he's talking about. And the reason why he doesn't know what the hell he's talking about is he doesn't know the contract situations or the ins and outs of the Tennessee Titans. And you'll hear that within this clip. I do think he makes some points of why you know they are connected of Tom Brady and Mike Vrabel and, and the Titans Patriots South, but like he doesn't know the the Derrick Henry contract and you'll hear that. But listen to what Stephen A. Smith had to say yesterday. This is one of the reasons why we're talking about the idea of Tom Brady possibly coming to the Tennessee Titans in a free agent for a year.
2: I'm here to tell you something right now. It's Tennessee. The Tennessee Titans, the team that lost in the AFC Championship game last year, is where Tom Brady should go. You don't
0: think Tannehill's better?
2: Well, I do. Well, let's be clear Tannehill's an unrestricted free agent. Mm-hmm. We don't know what they're going to do. They got to resign Derrick Henry in about a year or so. They got a plethora of other players they got to resign. Uh, according to some article I think I read on NFL.com, they've got about $60.1 million in projected cap space, uh, but they've got a, a slew of people that they need to spend that money on. Uh, with some longer-term commitments. And Tom Brady is not somebody that you're going to commit to long-term at the age of 42. But here's the other big reason. First of all, A.J. Brown is a stud. Mm-hmm. He's just a rookie. We know what time it is with him. We know what a stud, the, lead, the NFL's leading rusher, Derrick Henry, is and how that takes some of the pressure off of Tom Brady. He ain't never had no running game like that. We also got to take into account what Tom Brady has endured terms of working for Belichick and no matter what he has accomplished no matter what he has done Belichick is notorious for being incredibly pragmatic in his approach towards things he never really took care of Tom Brady wasn't trying to etc a guy like Mike Vrabel is a former teammate of Tom Brady's mm-hmm. you know somebody who dare I say would have more of an appreciation for the greatness that Tom Brady has spent years putting on display. If you're talking about a swan song, if you're talking about the twilight of your career ending in an ideal circumstance, what better way can it be than staying in the same conference, playing for a guy who is a friend, who's incredibly familiar with what you do, what you bring to the table, especially when you have weapons?
0: So there's Stephen A. Smith yesterday. Zach, what's your initial reaction to uh, Stephen A.'s words there?
1: Well, they don't have about a year to sign Derrick Henry. He's in a contract year as well. But I get his points. His points are there's a direct connection between Mike Vrabel, Tom Brady, John Robinson, and the New England Patriots and the Tennessee Titans. The other thing is Tom Brady has come out and says that he is open to possibly playing somewhere else. He set himself up up this offseason to have all of the power to say and decide, I want to play here or I want to play there. We've seen this before. Peyton Manning, look, Peyton Manning did this a handful of years ago when he was deciding between the Tennessee Titans and the Denver Broncos and some other teams, and he made his choice, and he went on to play four years in Denver, go to two Super Bowls, and win one. Tom Brady, tail end of his career. Father time undefeated. We'll talk about Tannehill versus Brady later on in the show. But I don't think this is far-fetched because the Titans do need a quarterback. Ryan Tannehill is not under contract. Tom Brady is not under contract. The Titans, they're trying to win a Super Bowl. Mike Vrabel, Tom Brady, all these connections, they do make sense. Now, whether it will happen or not, I have no idea, but I do think that Tom Brady gives you a chance to win. We know, and, and here's my final point. The reason why the Titans beat the Patriots this year in the playoffs is because Tom Brady didn't have any weapons. This was his worst offensive team that was surrounding him. Yeah. It wasn't the fact that Tom Brady was so astronomically bad. It was because everybody else was so bad. So I, the Titans have a better roster than the Patriots. Offensively, Offensively yeah, yeah, they have go, a yeah. better roster. So that helps.
0: I think, the connection between Tom Brady and the Tennessee Titans. Uh, Sean says he'll pass. Uh, Adam says with Philip Rivers come here as a backup. Phillip Rivers recently moving his family to Florida uh, permanently, according to him. Uh, so his time with the Chargers most likely done as well. There's a lot of quarterback movement. And the one thing, like... Uh, Yes, I agree the Titans roster offensively is better than what the Patriots had this year. Tom Brady still has plenty left. I I watched him in August just throw 50-yard dimes in practice for like two back-to-back days. And he still has a lot left. You mentioned Peyton Manning. The reason why Peyton Manning got kicked out uh, in Indianapolis is because of a significant injury. The reason why uh, Brett Favre got kicked out of Green Bay was because they had somebody waiting. The reason why Joe Montana got kicked out of San Francisco is because they had a Hall of Fame guy waiting in Steve Young. There is nobody waiting for Tom behind Tom Brady. Jared said him, Jared Sidham he was a pretty decent slash average, maybe sometimes good quarterback at Auburn. He was a project. They're not kicking Tom Brady out for Jared Siddham. Tom Brady wants to go somewhere else to get the, his actual value because he's had a dozen years of never being paid what his what he's actually. Oh, you think worth. that this
1: is about money?
0: I think this, I think that is this the is not thing. about. It's not about money. Would you. That's what you it's just a, said. It's about. It's it's not like you I'm, just said it was about money. It's about the being paid what you're. It's that's pride. money. It's not necessarily money. It's <laughs> about pride.
1: That, that's ridiculous. No, it's about winning. Well, he's always course. been selfless. His entire career he has been selfless. It's not about money or finding value. It's about
0: finally his team that has surrounded him. Offensively, he's not very good it's, anymore. It's not about being paid thirty-five million dollars a year. That's what you're it's saying. being valued. And or it's the lack of being valued and, uh, from a dollar figure from the Kraft family and Bill Belichick. That, is, I, that is
1: the worst take
0: ever. Oh my god! I'm not that's saying not that's the close. whole thing, dude. Like, come on. But like, that's what you're coming and with. And Billington says, about, "Yeah, it is." According to reports up in Boston, that's that's something that's been a part of this storyline the entire season. He may get, he season, may get Zach,
1: paid. He may get paid play. more at his next team if he does. He win. will get paid more wherever he, if he plays outside of New England. But. He
0: he is looking at winning, like that's what he always like. We've talked, we've talked through this. It can be about both, Zach. It's about being valued by the person, or or the lack of being undervalued. uh, But no, isn't it not
1: being about both? That's the whole concept of the salary cap in the National Football League. What happens when quarterbacks get paid the massive contract? It makes the team. I have a more difficult time surrounding you yes, with faces.
0: Titan Topper says that's weak, Austin. I agree. Then you that guys is haven't weak. been paying attention that to what's is. been talked about in Boston all year long. Like, that's like Paul Karski talked about this when the Patriots came to training camp. Uh, he was talking to Patriots media saying these specific things that there was some friction between Tom Brady and the Patriots because they've never paid him what he's actually been worth. He has never gotten his market value. Guess what? He has, he, he's a free agent. He signed the contracts.
1: This is the last? No, 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 no. Let's think about this, Austin, okay? This is not a one-way street that the New England Patriots have just been screwing Tom Brady for all these years. You can't
0: say this is a bad take by me. I can say, and I will say that. you're not listening to the people who actually covered the New England Patriots and Tom Brady who have been saying this is a part of the situation the entire season. I'm not at all saying this is the biggest factor or the only factor. I'm saying the value of Tom Brady's past so contracts you have are a factor the, the problem, in this situation. No, you derailed the, what we're
1: trying to no, talk you about. you did because which you is, no, it. No, because it was a bad take. Tom Brady to to the Tennessee Titans. Do you think that that's a possibility? Let's get back on cash Okay, pass. that's fine. Because <laughs> let's just set aside the contract okay, money thing. Okay. It's not about money. You're the one
0: that made that a deal. I was Yo, just you it. you were the point. one that brought it up. This was your first point I, it because think it was, you made all the other points. I was at. I said I agree with your point, Zach, and I'm going to add this to it. W- what do so you? Think why would I sit there and repeat the what Titans? you said? What do I think? There's interest level. I think Tom. I think the Tennessee Titans would be on Tom Brady's short list of teams to go to. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. Do I believe that? Yeah. That if Tom Brady really does want to leave New England, the Tennessee Titans are probably there with the Los Angeles Chargers. And, you know, that's I think those are the two most likely spots. Right now, I think going to the Chargers is probably more likely than him going to Tennessee. Why? Because the Tennessee Titans have a better option with Ryan Tannehill. That's my opinion. Uh,
1: you think the Tennessee Titans have a better option with Ryan Tannehill over Tom Brady? And the
0: Chargers do not have a Ryan Tannehill-type option like the Tennessee Titans do. So you think that will influence this? Phillip Rivers is all but officially done with the Chargers. I think most people believe that to be true. I think
1: because of his moves here recently, because of moving from San Diego to Florida, I think that was a massive sign that all right, that chapter in his life is done. I don't know whether a new chapter for a Florida team, whether it's the Bucs, Dolphins, or Jags, I don't know if, if uh, Philip Rivers a better option than Jameis Winston, in my opinion, for the Bucs, but that's a whole other conversation. If
0: I were to say, if I were to put odds on this, I would say the New England Patriots are the favorite for Tom Brady to play next year. I would say the Chargers are probably second. I would put the Titans or Raiders third, fourth. You know, and but I, I think it's Patriots heavy favorite, then it's the Chargers, and then it's a drop-off Titans, and then drop-off Raiders, because the Raiders have Derek Carr currently making money, and the Titans just had Ryan Tannehill put up in fantastic numbers, some of the best numbers in the NFL this season. So what's the likeliness of Tom Brady coming to Tennessee? I I think it's I think they're on the short list for Tom Brady, but I don't necessarily give it high odds. I'm not going to put money on it. I mean, it's, it's not that great odds. I, I just feel like Tom Brady would probably stay in New England or go out to California uh, and, and Los Angeles for the Chargers.
1: So I think that there, there is some weight with Brady to, to Tennessee just because of Mike Vrabel. The reason why they practice and that we got the ability to actually see Tom Brady live and in person practice for a couple of days is because of the connection of Mike Vrabel, Bill Belichick, and Tom Brady. Those three individuals made this happen, made them come to Tennessee. I think relationships, right? And and I look at, I, I strip sports away. When you make decisions, when you take jobs Usually, it's it's
0: people. Okay, I, I, I want to bring up the dumbest take about this entire storyline of Tom Brady and the Titans. And that, uh, I'm not personally calling out Adam on Facebook, but it's everybody who says things like what Adam just said. He says, what job in Music City does Giselle get LOL? Like, are you that ignorant he to said what...
1: LOL, dude. It was a joke. No, it wasn't. It, no, it was a joke. No, he said wasn't. LOL. That's i'm, I'm la- now calling no. you out for going out he said lol that you're,
0: no he's he's making fun he's saying what type of job does giselle get in nashville that's a. I i think
1: that's a misread text. no that's
0: not it's the, a misread text. no i've seen it several he's, times he said lol what, what's another He said time? lol he was laughing at the possibility of giselle and wanting to live in nashville No, it's a joke that's you don't know that you're assuming that He said, "LOL." He gave me. He yeah, assuming yeah. He gave me the
1: context to assume. Yeah, he could be laughing.
0: He could be laughing that we're Uh, having this conversation. You're you're getting into the weeds today. I think I I, I don't know why. I've seen several people say that Nashville is filled with rich people and famous people. And people who like living in Nashville, who because it's a comfortable life, and Giselle would absolutely love to live here.
1: Thank you, uh, Adam says it was a joke. Come on, man. So I, I, Adam, I, I saw, it, I saw I will, it from other people. I will support you on that. Okay. That, that was a joke. I, I saw it. I don't it from, know why I, I saw it from text. Other,
0: I saw it from other people this morning that were not saying it as a joke, and Adam was the one that was most recent that allowed me to branch out. He
1: definitely joke. put this as a joke, and that that has been documented. Let's get. I don't know why this show has been derelict. Number of times from a bunch of different things, Austin. So let's get back on task again. I feel like a freaking third grade teacher. Okay, come on. What is the likeliness of Tom Brady having interest in the Tennessee Titans? You think that there is a likeliness? Can Uh, you put a number on it? uh, you you, you You said the Patriots. I do think I would agree with you that the Patriots have the best opportunity of retaining Tom Brady because of the familiarity. Because of the success because of Bill Belichick, but I think that Tom Brady is seriously open to going to another team. Yes. And and the reason why, and you named them, it's been done before with success. Peyton Manning won a Super Bowl by going to a different team later in his career. Brett Favre was one back-across-the-field throw to going to the Super Bowl with the Minnesota Vikings against the Saints. Like, this has happened in the history of the game, plus it's in the AFC, because he's more familiar with, with those teams. I, I think the Titans, best-case scenario, they went to the AFC Championship game this year. I think that heightens the likeliness. Because you think they're they're ready to do something. Uh, yeah, I, yes. I think defensively, which we'll talk about, they're going to have to have a new defensive coordinator and DB's coach, but they have some of the pieces. I think that they if they can sign Derrick Henry, they have A.J. Brown, John o. Smith came into his own, Corey Davis still has a year on his contract, their offensive line got better throughout the course of the year because of quarterback play. All of these things, I don't think that this is just a far-fetched conversation. I think that There is some likeliness to this.
0: Yeah, I agree. And again, I mentioned that I think the Titans are on a short list of destinations that Tom Brady is interested in feeling out. And I think Dwayne brings up the Indianapolis Colts. I think that could make sense, too, because Jacoby Brissett obviously has a lower ceiling of what he can be able to do. And the Colts have a really good roster. Their new GM has done a really good job with that. Frank Reich, I think, is a really good coach. I think the one thing that kept the Colts back was the fact that Andrew Luck up and retired ten days before the season started. I, so
1: I think Jim Ursay affects those uh, decisions. Definitely, definitely true. You, but you, you, if you're going to a, a company, but, but late football in your career, reasons, but football reasons, but you're not I, making just football decisions. Sure, You're making lifestyle decisions because of how old you are. You're making family decisions because you got one. Just because and you're making s- football decisions. Exactly.
0: Just because I said uh, the Colts could be an option that could make football sense doesn't mean I disagree with what you Well, I,
1: I just think it's very lower on the total Yeah, point. I was just
0: bringing up a, a comment from somebody. So, uh, uh, so Parker says would rather have Tannehill Thomas 43. I think Tom Brady has plenty of game left in him like
1: like how many years
0: I think he's I think next year Tom Brady will play some pretty good football I'm not going to guarantee it past that because that would be uh, irresponsible of me to do but I I don't think that Tom Brady is just going to hit the wall in 2020 I think Tom Brady takes care of himself and from what I saw him he wasn't the issue with the Patriots offense that was not Tom Brady uh, it was definitely not his physical ability either. So I think Tom Brady will play some pretty good football in the NFL this upcoming season. I just don't know. I, I feel like it's going to be more, most likely it's back in New England with the Patriots. Uh, yeah,
1: so here, here's my my thing with Tom Brady. And this is just athletes in general, quarterbacks. Now, Tom Tom has withstood the test of time for a lot longer than other quarterbacks. He's escaped injury... He stayed healthy. But usually when that wall that you mentioned comes, it hits hard. Out of nowhere. It doesn't. There's no, it's not a gradual thing. It's not a three or four year thing. Right. That I think has got to scare you. If you are the Tennessee Titans, which your playoff window has been open now for three years. Right. You've made two out of three playoffs. You were one game away in week 17, two years ago of making the playoffs this is your playoff window. Your contracts, and this is a massive offseason for the Tennessee Titans because of Jack Conklin, Logan Ryan, Derrick Henry, Ryan Tannehill, and all the guys that you have to
0: sign. And I went through this last night working on it. Am not going dis- to disclose all of the, the plans that I put in place that I think can make sense? But I will say this. Ryan Tannehill, a, a Ryan Tannehill extension or a Tom Brady extension, if this quarterback contract is longer than four year three or four years that will put the titans in a tight situation with the cap moving forward that if they don't think if tom brady is a one or two year option that could help the titans out with cap to draft somebody To have Tom Brady go for two years, then have that draft pick kick in, and now you start over with a rookie contract and you can build and continue to build and sustain around that quarterback after one or two years of Tom Brady. That makes the salary cap a lot more doable and manageable because it's going to get tight. And from what all I did last night, it's going to get tight like now. And depending on.
1: The one benefit that they do have is Mariota comes off the books at 21 million. Still, that it, it helps, but still. Still, but to, to what you're saying, John Robinson, I think absolutely. If Tannehill is signed, it would be three to four years max. If Tom Brady is signed, I think it would be one to two years max. So I, you're not going to put yourself in that situation, and I think that Tannehill would sign a four-year contract, and I think Tom Brady, you kind of get into the NBA thing where these players later in their career, they want options, you know, Brett Favre, as we mentioned, I mean, he played for the Jets. He played for the Vikings. I mean, he played for a, a couple of different teams later on in his career. Tom Brady wants options, and he's not going to play for three or four years. He's probably going to play for one or two. He just wants to make sure that he, put, he fits the right mold with the right team at the right time.
0: Uh, I, I agree. And with, with all that, so who do you want for the Tennessee Titans? Would you rather have Tom Brady or Ryan Tannehill? Let's just focus on 2020. Would you rather have Tom Brady or Ryan Tannehill for the year 2020 as Titans starting quarterback?
1: Now, I'm really curious to hear all your comments. Comment on Periscope and comment on Facebook. Tannehill or Brady in 2020 this will get a good feel of how some of the fan base feel.
0: I'll tell you what, one thing that could extend Tom Brady's career if he did move to Nashville is Mandu. Because they don't have Mandu up in Boston and Massachusetts yet, uh, but they do have it here in Nashville, and Mandu is the— perfect fitness uh, workout for all ages because you could be an athlete. You could be uh, washed-up athletes like Zach and I. You could be in your 40s. You could be 50s, 60s, 70s, (laughs) 80s. Mandu does not have an age limit because it's full-body electronic muscle stimulation, and that 15-minute workout at Mandu simulates five-plus hours in the weight room. And, Tom, if you're looking at Mandu for an option... Uh, You're not going to hurt any of your joints. You're going to continue your pliability. You're going to stay lean and loose, but continue to build functional muscle at Mandu. Mandu Mandu.com, your first workout is free. That, along with the in-body analysis, can help you achieve your fitness goals in the year 2020. Mandu.com, your first workout is free.
1: Here's a free tip. When you're calling people washed up athletes, you can only speak for yourself. You know, can't be calling Tom washed up. Can't be calling your co-host washed up. Look, I was on the hardwood last night. I wasn't washed up. That doesn't mean
0: that you're. Oh, no, it does. It does. I'm, yeah. No. It that means, just means that, that you're still it means that work just playing in. hard. I was grinding. Playing hard doesn't mean you're still not washed up. Yeah, it absolutely does. Are you throwing
1: shade early? I'm throwing shade right back at Austin up until this point in this show. Washed up, weird takes, calling out people on on Facebook that are making jokes. You're
0: overblowing the Tom Brady money thing. I was adding that to the conversation after you said most all the things that had to be said.
1: Would you rather have Tom Brady or Ryan Tannehill in 2020? D says Tom, Kevin says Ryan Tannehill. Uh, Bradley, Parker, Zachary, Joseph, uh, Desiree, uh, all say Ryan Tannehill. Jamie says Brady. Tana Thrill from Dwayne. uh, Dwayne. Skyler says neither. Ryan Tannehill from Ramon. Tom Brady from Troy. Tannehill from Justin. TB12 from Jason. I mean, we got some really good comments coming in.
0: Mike says free AJ, Corey Davis, and Humphreys. Would Tom Brady free all those guys? I'm pretty sure... Those guys were running free after week six. Like, A.J. Brown, he told us yesterday in the locker room, told all the media yesterday that his goals for his rookie year, 1,500 yards and 15 touchdowns, he didn't reach them, but he's going to set higher goals next year. Uh, Corey Davis, maybe he needs to be freed. Uh, Ryan Tan- uh, Adam Humphreys, I think, uh, would do really well with either quarterback next year if he's fully healthy.
1: Tanner says, a Brady with a first-round quarterback to learn. Now, that's uh, that's investing a lot into the quarterback position when you also need to sign your running back and you need an uh, outside linebacker pass rusher. But, I, look, that's Tanner's opinion. Uh, let's see. Ileon says, Tannehill earned the job this year. A long-term deal scares me, but I would rather take my chances with him than a QB past his prime still trying to prove something to his old coach. Uh, let's see. We've got Jimmy coming in here with Bridgewater. That's the first time I've seen Bridgewater. No. Rather have Brady from Bobby. Zachary Stone makes a uh, a joke. You need to put LOL at the end of this because he says Mark Sanchez. Uh, Kendall says Brady and J-Rob we trust, trust from Chad. Tannehill all day from Willie. Uh, Tannehill from Vernon. Let's see. Uh, Pretty split. Yeah, no, it, it really is. Tannehill bro from
0: Justin. Uh, so... Steph Dobbs says TB12 and then go get Judevian Clowney. Newsflash. The Titans are not going to be able to afford Judevian Clowney. And John Robinson is not going to get into a bidding war to go att- attain is he, Judevian. Is he a
1: free agent?
0: Yes. That's why the Texans yeah, traded because they didn't the, want to
1: re up him. I didn't know it was the expiring contract. Yep, exactly. Year, yeah, that's what the Seahawks gave
0: one. that up for. So here's how I feel about this I don't know if Tom Brady. Is a good fit for Derrick Henry's future. Like Ryan Tannehill is a good fit for Derrick Henry's future. I think Ryan Tannehill, the way, the style that he played with the Titans made that. I think that it was Derrick Henry first, and then Ryan Tannehill was a really good play action quarterback. And who
1: else is a really good play action quarterback?
0: From the shotgun.
1: No, Tom Brady can do it all. But but I, I I feel like Tom— I, I think the polar opposite of what you're taking. I think— The I, complete polar express and this, opposite. And
0: this is just a, a chicken-or-the-egg type thing. It's do you want to focus the Titans' future with Derrick Henry? Yes. Or the quarterback You don't have
1: to focus your— That's I, I think the
0: point. Derrick Henry— That's an, why you get Tom Derrick Brady. Derrick Henry is a single-back eye with some fullback type quarterback. Uh, running back. You don't think Tom
1: Brady can hand that
0: off? I I think Tom Brady is at his best in the shotgun when they spread it out, getting the ball out quickly. And that doesn't necessarily jive as much with Derrick Henry, like Ryan Tannehill jives with Derrick Henry. It makes Tom
1: Brady's job easier if everybody is coming up into the ball. It makes
0: every quarterback's job easier. But I, I so uh, my, I think but especially the greatest quarterback of all time. Tom Brady is at his best when he's in the shotgun, spreading the ball out and using quick route concepts. He's had to great do that. He's been forced if, to do was, that. Was I wrong by saying that? He's at his best making quick decisions to put defenses in conflict with fantastic route concepts. No, 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 no.
1: That's when he's. You know when he's at his best is not then. He's at his best when he has a really good running game. That's when he's at his best.
0: With a with a.
1: No. Multitude of running backs. No, I, no, he he did it with Garrett Blunt. He's done it with everybody. That's Le- the point. Again, He I, did it with Corey Dillon I, singularly. That was like 10 years ago. It's a good running game. That doesn't that matter. Was, yeah, but
0: Tom Brady was 32, not 42, 10 years ago. That, uh, that You're, that you're missing the point. I'm talking you're talking about, about a running game. This, I think, I, I, I'm on the
1: opposite of side of it. Okay. I think Derrick Henry... Helps Tom Brady tremendously. He's his best asset. He pulls everybody up in a box. And we know Tom Brady, his accuracy is probably his best attribute. Besides his reading defenses and mindset, he could put the ball where he wants it. D- Derrick Henry, plus he also likes tossing up to, to the backs of the backfield. Derrick Henry thrives getting the ball in space. And I think Tom Brady could do that. Look, I haven't answered my I haven't answered the question yet tannehill or brady but i think that it is a perfect fit and i think tannehill showed this year I, I, he was a really good fit with derrick Henry. I, I,
0: yes i think it depends on again what do the titans need to base their future on is it derrick henry or is it the quarterback position you can do it, you can focus I, I yourself think, on derrick henry and have tom brady i as your think quarterback. ryan tannehill is a better fit with derrick henry than tom brady is with derrick henry just because you have seen it that's the reason why? I haven't. No, dude. Obviously, I haven't seen it. Don't be a... a no, do you, do you not understand what I said? You're saying
1: this because you've seen Tannehill with Derrick Henry. We haven't yeah, seen Tom... Yeah, and I've seen... That's what I said. I, what you Tom about?
0: Brady is... Tom Brady is not the bootleg-type quarterback that Ryan Tannehill is. I think the play-action game with Tannehill under center and Derrick Henry in the backfield is... I, I just don't think Tom Brady... Can do a play-action pass. Not like Ryan Tannehill can with the pocket moving and rolling Tannehill out. How many times have we watched this Titans offense this past year with Ryan Tannehill doing a play-action bootleg and then taking off for 20 yards? Happened several times. Tom Brady's not doing that. I think Tom Brady right now at this point in his career is at his best in the shotgun. Yes, is he good with play-action from the shotgun? Absolutely. But I think that's not what's best for Derrick Henry. Now, I could also make an argument where... Screw Derrick Henry. The quarterback is what's going to win the Super Bowl. I could make that argument, but I'm not going to. I think Derrick Henry is the focus for this franchise moving forward, and I think Ryan Tannehill is a better fit for that. that that's just honestly how, I've, how I feel about this. I think- so I would say Ryan Tannehill for 2020 over Tom Brady. I still think Tom Brady will play good football in 2020, but I like what they have going with Ryan Tannehill and the entire
1: offense. Right I-, I think what scares me with Ryan Tannehill is can he have the same season? Like, last? this past year was the best season he's ever had in his life, right? I mean, stellar. Yes, but it was also the
0: best opportunity he's had. Yeah,
1: and the best surrounding cast. I'll absolutely agree with that. Like, I, I can see two things from Tannehill next year. And this is—I'm not Miss Cleo. I don't have a globe, so I don't know what, what's going to happen. But I could see him going back— to what he was in Miami next year and the Titans be like an eight and eight football team. But I could also see, and this is the exciting thing I think for Titans fans is he, him coming out and playing the full season from start to finish. And now the Titans are a, you know, a 14 and two or a 13 and three uh, or a 12 and four type team because he has the pieces. It's another year in the offense A.J. Brown's even better. Corey mm-hmm. Davis is even better. John o. Smith is even better. The offensive line is even better. So I, I can see both sides. I can also see Tom Brady coming in here and thriving. Or hitting a wall. Yeah. I, I, but, but Tom Brady uh, I, is so good at decision-making. And that's something maybe maybe you just well, scorned because we've seen Marcus Mariota over the last four years not make good decisions. Then we saw Ryan Tannehill make some really good decisions. Tom Brady, he always makes good decisions. Now, yes, he throws interceptions and he doesn't complete every single pass, but he knows where to go with the football, and that's the hardest thing to have in your mind as a quarterback.
0: Uh, I I think Ryan Tannehill showed that he is really good at decision-making. This year, Ryan Tannehill played really well. well Tom and- Brady is
1: better at it, and that's yeah, just the yeah, yeah. fact. Well, because right? Tom Brady's
0: the greatest quarterback of all time. Like that's not that obviously. Like the what?
1: So let's let's strip this away and let's say Tom Brady. This is a hypothetical. Let's say Tom Brady. Say you're the Titans and you're John Robinson. Let's okay. play some role. Let's do some role play real quick. All right. I'm Tom Brady. Okay. What if I came to you and says, "I want to play for you guys, Mike. I've got a great relationship with Mike Vrabel. I I, I want to. I, I know you from your time in New England." I don't want to play. My time in New England's done. I don't want to play anywhere else. I'd like to come to Tennessee. Would you have me?
0: It's a really hard thing to say no to. And and and, and here's the thing about this. That conversation cannot happen until March 16th. It's true. Guess who can have conversations way before March 16th? John Robinson and Ryan Tannehill. And so the timeline is... When do the Titans want to get this stuff started? When do they... Because they they factually cannot talk to anybody with Tom Brady about contract until March 16th. They can start discussing with Ryan Tannehill way before then because he's their own free agent. They can start talking and negotiating with Derrick Henry way before March 16th. So, I think that plays a role in no, no, Because I, they have to make their decision... that. I, I find it really dangerous to allow Ryan Tannehill to have other conversations with other teams. I agree. Because that price for Ryan Tannehill goes pew through the roof as soon as he starts talking to the Colts, the Chargers, or whoever the hell else. And so, can you sign Ryan Tannehill for a better number for the Titans before that point? And Not even get to the opportunity to to, talk to Tom
1: Brady. Right. That's important. And the reason why I did that little role play is because I think that singular conversation is really the main and maybe only way that Tom Brady comes to Tennessee.
0: And I honestly do not see that actually happening because my prediction is that Ryan Tannehill... Will have something done before that date, I, and I think that's definitely
1: more likely because of the things that you've said. Yeah. I, I agree, but the reason why Tom Brady, if he does come to Tennessee and he becomes a Tennessee Titan, the reason why is because this is where he wants to be. Like the, the, that, that's going to be the fact, All right? right Chris, Tom Brady can do. He has. It's a smorgasbord. Like he can do whatever he wants. He could. He could pick whatever. If he singularly says, I want to play for the Tennessee Titans, I think it's going to be really hard. I, I was laughing while you were saying, because Louie was like, sorry, buddy, move on. You're not going to tell that to Tom Brady. If Tom Brady wants to do something. Yeah, it's, really hard to,
0: it's really hard to look Tom Brady in the eye and say, no. Yeah. <laughs> we good, man. Sorry. And it's it, would, really hard.
1: it would excite this fan base. There's no doubt about All
0: it. All right, so Chris says, can the Titans tag Tannehill, talk to Brady, and then resend the franchise tag for Ryan Tannehill? Uh no, I don't think you can do that.
1: No, you you absolutely can. Do can you
0: resend like the then? Can the organization franchise tag somebody, and then pull that franchise tag off? Well, so I don't think a you franchise
1: can. tag is a a player has to sign the franchise tag. Right,
0: I know that's from the player side of things. Right,
1: but if yes, if the Titans. Try to franchise it. You can still negotiate a contract.
0: Correct. That's not what we're talking about. We're talking about can the Titans place the franchise tag on Ryan Tannehill and then talk to Tom Brady and say no, nope, never mind, no franchise tag, uh, and then sign Tom Brady. I you cannot. I don't think you cannot do that. You would that.
1: think that the NFL would have rules yes, against that. Yes, because that's because that's that's hurting
0: so. Ryan Tannehill. That's hampering Ryan Tannehill from going out on the open well, market. Well, no, it's not because he
1: has the ability to sign the tenure because so from, from a player standpoint, the franchise has now offered the opportunity to make a average of the top five players at that position. So the franchise has offered him money. Yeah. I, he I has can, now turned that down by not signing. I him. can
0: tell you the, the Ryan Tannehill franchise saying? tag number uh, here in a second. Um, Cause I think the, the two tags that are important franchise
1: tag and transition tag. And that has to do with Tannehill and Derrick Henry. I'm curious to see if John Robinson utilizes that strategy this offseason with those two players.
0: The franchise tag number for Ryan Tandell is twenty six point eight million dollars. Uh, okay for Well one you year. paid
1: Mario to twenty one last year tonight. According not do a damn to over thing, the cap. Right? Yeah. So
0: I, I don't know. I, I just it feels wrong. I, I don't think you can I don't think you can tag somebody and then undo it. That just feels like it would be against the C B A. Because that's hurting that player. Because here's the thing with the franchise tag, if another team wants to come sign that player, then the Titans would get two first round picks yes. if somebody well, signs Ryan Tannehill. They make it so, so they egregious. Right. That they so didn't that would happen. hurt Ryan Tannehill's market to franchise tag him and then a week later sign Tom Brady and say, never mind on that franchise tag because now Ryan Tannehill's open market has been negatively affected. It, if he
1: doesn't sign it, that I think is the caveat.
2: Yeah, I again, right? I, I don't know. I But if he I refuses just, it's like Le'Veon it feels, Bell. It Le'Veon feels Bell was,
1: was franchise tag, but he didn't sign the tenure. So he he just sat out. He paid his fines and then he got paid by the Jets. So it just, if it just you don't feels, sign
0: it though. Right, but it just feels like that's not how it works. And and again, I, I don't Bobby says you can rescind it. Know, Can you a, rescind it without a long-term contract? It, it's some
1: research that we'll do. That's after what the I. Show. That's what I.
0: Yeah, I have no idea, but we it doesn't feel. We'll do this research
1: right. after the show because I do think there are some ins and outs, and there should be strategy involved. You're not going to pay two quarterbacks on one roster twenty plus million dollars. That you're not going to put forty million dollars in one position, even though it is quarterback. You're not going to do that. You're going to have to make a decision. Are you going with Tannehill and drafting a quarterback that could possibly? Uh, play in the future for your team, or you're going to go after Tom Brady and then draft a quarterback that could play for your, your team in the future. Yeah. I I don't know what's going to happen, but John Robinson, this is why you are, are you have the title that you have, and this is why you make the salary that you do, is because this you've done a great job of building this team from the ground up, from when they were you know the worst team in the league and had the number one overall pick. But the really hard decisions is the Seattle Seahawks. They're the greatest example. Because they valued, John Schneider uh, valued paying his guys. He paid, uh, I mean, he paid pretty much everybody. Earl Thomas, he played Richard Sherman, and uh, he paid the safety. uh, Cameron, uh, what's his name? Uh, The safety for the Seahawks. Huge dude. Oh, Cam Chancellor. Cam Chancellor. Yeah. He paid all those guys. But then they got old. The Seahawks had a dip in years, but now they're back in the playoffs. So I don't know how John Robinson is going to do this, but it's going to be a tall task this offseason. All right, the
0: only thing I can find about rescinding franchise tags is this is from NFL.com. You cannot franchise tag a player, reach an agreement, rescind that franchise tag, and then use that franchise tag again on another player in the same year. That's the only thing I can find on it. I don't know if you can if you can rescind a franchise tag from a player. Well, Landon and, and says allow that until
1: the tenure is inked, the team can rescind the franchise tag. That's a quote from the National Football League, okay. nfl.com. Well, there
0: you go. That's interesting. That, hey, Landon, you're getting good, a like for good that. Good work. Ah, you're getting a love
1: for that. Good Landon. work, Landon. Landon gets a love for that. That's and uh, look, Landon's at
0: most of these games. I saw him at e- Yeah, Landon was making the rounds. Landon showed up in a bunch of hype videos, too.
1: Uh, and then yes, so once it is signed, that player's salary is guaranteed for that season. So it's all, and that makes sense, right? Inc. That's the idea of a contract. Once it is signed, then you have an agreement. It just it feels, feels
0: weird that's. Well, that's but but sad, but
1: it's yeah. the player's prerogative. The NFLPA cannot protect the player for not signing a agreement that has been offered. Yeah. yeah. Right. It's it's the player's choice. So, I, I don't know. I. I hope a couple of these so, strategies are implemented so just so we get, some, we get some, uh, some good conversations. Yeah,
0: going. so let's go, up to, let's go back to that timeline. So <clears throat> the Tom Brady-John Robinson conversation cannot happen before March 16th. The Titans, the NFL, the start date to franchise or transition tag players is uh, February 25th, and they have through March 10th to make that decision on the tag. So that's that date. And then March 16th is when they could talk to Tom Brady's people.
1: They just, John Robinson and Tom Brady just need to get on WhatsApp. So and they that, need to start talking.
0: Illegal tampering before the legal tampering period. So that could be a strategy to use. Does it happen? My prediction something happens with Ryan Tannehill before uh, that March 16th. I date.
1: think that makes the most sense for me. Uh, the idea of Tom Brady coming to Tennessee is very intriguing. I think that it would be more likely if the things that didn't happen this year, if Tannehill wasn't very good and Mariota wasn't very good, maybe now you're looking at Tom Brady, but then it's a catch 22 because I don't think Tom Brady looks at the Tennessee Titans. If they weren't any good. Yeah. You know, the fact that the Titans made the AFC championship game, I think makes them somewhat of a wanted franchise. I think Nashville's a cool city. I think Mike Vrabel and John Robinson have a good reputation around the league. And They've, I think because they, they're, they spend money and they're a small market team, like I, you can say that's a good or a bad thing. Some players like to play for the New York's and the LA's of the world. Some players, you know, they don't mind playing for Cleveland well, or The biggest of
0: deals is the no income tax.
1: Well, yeah, that, that's a massive deal. And you can see like Kansas City is a small market team, but they're because of Patrick Mahomes greatness, let's just face it. They're in the face of us all the time. They're in the spotlight and have been. The last couple of years,
0: uh, Kalief uh, Thompson says the Titans do not need a non-mobile quarterback. I I agree with that. I think Ryan Tannehill is the better fit for this team's immediate future than Tom Brady. And it's, but you're weir- also
1: if you sign Tannehill, you're pro you're pro drafting a quarterback, correct? Uh,
0: I don't want to get into that yet. I not I, I it depends on that Tannehill contract. I, I I'm not going to get into it. Look, dude, I'm not going to. I'm not going to waste that on a show 50 minutes into this thing. Well, I, w- I got opinions on on everything the Titans can do this offseason. I literally have a sheet. Here's my notes from last night on what I think the Titans can do and where they can have some money and what the draft looks like. I'm not going to get into that right now. I've got them all right here. I- I'm going to save it and hold on to those things. I'm going to pocket those.
1: So, let's see. Hella uh, says, Tom Brady isn't coming to Tennessee, so the reality is you signed Tannehill Hill. For three years, seventy million with twenty-seven million dollars guaranteed. I mean, he's, they figured that out real
0: quick. Where was, where was that? 20, uh, three Hela, years, seventy.
1: Hella chum. He's a, from Seattle. Lives in Seattle, Washington. Tom Brady isn't coming to Tennessee. Reality, you signed Tannehill three years, seventy million dollars, twenty-seven million guaranteed. Uh, here's
0: something: uh, Ryan Tannehill will not take a twenty-three million dollar on average contract.
1: What do you think his number is?
0: I think it's twenty-five or higher. That's just the market. Well.
1: That may be the market, but then the $27 million guaranteed goes up. You would take a $23 million 20... contract if you get more guaranteed money. If you get all of it guaranteed, maybe. He's not going to get $70 million guaranteed.
0: Well, Kirk Cousins got $84 million but guaranteed.
1: Kirk Cousins was a lot different than... Uh,
0: not if I'm Ryan Tannehill's agent. <laughs> that's, my, that's my point. Is that Nick Foles and Kirk Cousins screwed this whole thing up. Because those guys... Or, you know, Nick Foles didn't even play this year, and he's getting $22 million. And Kirk Cousins got 84 guaranteed over three years. They
1: may have not screwed that up. Now the team has the leverage to say we're not going to do that because he could end up like Nick Foles.
0: Yeah, but but I'm going to say if I'm representing Ryan Tannehill, I'm saying my guy is better than Nick Foles. My guy is better than Kirk Cousins because statistically he is. And so you're not going to get Ryan Tannehill for $23 million a year. That's not going to happen. If it does, I'll be the first person to tell you how wrong I was. Oh, but you're that's gonna not be the gonna gonna first happen.
1: person to tell you how wrong you are when Derrick Henry gets more than ten million dollars a year. So that, uh, we, that's probably going to happen, well, too. Yeah, I can't wait for that. And I,
0: again, Derrick Henry was in my— But no, uh, hey,
1: we're not going to talk about that. We're going to save that one. Sure. Right? Absolutely. We're we going to save that one. We have to save that one. Yes. But when, well, again, when, when he gets $10-plus per year annually, Derrick Henry, we are definitely going to talk about I that am, one. I have braced
0: I, myself for that. I went and bought some shields and armor last night for it. Yeah. I mean, it, uh, it's— Tighten up. Oh, <laughs> Is that for when you dress up and paint your face? No, I was joking. Oh, okay. I, <laughs> I didn't go buy body. I was I was I didn't know if you were just trying to tighten up you just just, trying, the, just the drink. just trying to become Titan man. Yeah, right. Uh when where where is that Henry jersey Austin? I tell you what, yesterday after the show I searched nfl.com, nflshop.com for Derrick Henry pro bowl jersey. I have not found one yet, and that does not mean I'm giving up.
1: So, and and you guys, if you can find one, send it our way. Wait, I'm we're, ready to buy. He's it. He's ready like, to spend cards, his cash.
0: Cards ready. I'm ready to do this. I just need to be able to find how to customize a Pro Bowl jersey and maybe because it's Pro Bowl week, that'll become available later on. You would hope so. If If, not... If the NFL liked money, then you would hope so.
1: Well, we'll have to reach out to the league.
0: (laughs) Is that where we're going to have to go? I I
1: mean, uh, we're going to find it.
0: (laughs) Brian says, do you keep Jack Conklin? That's another thing I'm going to keep in my back pocket. Uh, No, I'm not making the mustache bet again. I, I learned that I do not make any bets to do with the facial hair or the hair in general you, unlike buck right but
1: you're 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 open to painting your face five well, days in a row
0: once i wasn't i mean five Yeah, di- no, i'm i'm yeah well i i'm aware of the bet that we made yes i'm gonna have to pay that off like, <laughs> it's gonna suck ass but i'm gonna have to do it <laughs>
1: it's going to be so
0: funny god guys this offseason, look, you're going to get
1: to see me get tased. That's probably going to be pretty entertaining. Not looking forward to that. But that's I'm a, looking but that's a quick that. jolt. That's a whatever it is. And, yeah, I'm going to have to just feel the pain for that. But every day for a full week, Austin is going to have to go half white fate paint, half blue, whatever, whatever it is, dress up like a Titans fan, full-fledged, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. That's going to be a long week.
0: All right, A to Z Sports, Dean Pease up and retires as defensive coordinator for the Tennessee Titans. What does it mean for the Titans' defense, and what is your concern level in losing Dean Pease? But first, Zach's going to tell you guys about TennesseeTickets.com.
1: Yes, Tennessee Tickets, are title sponsor. They are awesome because they save you money. They have no hidden fees. You go to Ticketmaster, StubHub, or Vivid Seats, or any of the other, and look, go there. Test out that market. Then all of a sudden, you get a checkout, and the same seats that you would get at Tennessee Tickets, you're paying $70, $80, $90 more because of hidden fees. TennesseeTickets.com, promo code AZ10, saves you money instead of fees you. We actually save you $10 every time you check out Austin's used him to, con- to go to concerts. I've used him to go to concerts and sporting events. TennesseeTickets.com.
0: All right, A to Z Sports powered by TennesseeTickets.com. What's your level of concern in losing Dean Pease as Titans defensive coordinator? And, and really, what does this mean for the Titans defense moving forward? I, I, f- I feel like this is, this is a big deal, guys. Like We didn't ask you big deal, small deal, no deal because it's an obvious big deal in my opinion. Dean Pease was really good the last two years. Jeffrey says his concern level is a 9 out of 10. Mr. Goodbar says no concern. Vrabel has a defensive background. Full faith, they make a good hire.
1: Troy says no concern. Then Nick says it makes me nervous.
0: You have to be concerned about this because...
1: Absolute panic from James.
0: I mean, I don't think you need to panic. I think there is... Because what you, what you cannot simulate or just go out and recreate is Dean Pease's creativity when it comes to play calling. Because that's. Well, I,
1: I will say that his final game of his career was
0: not um, the best, but he was going up against Patrick freaking Mahomes uh, and a bunch of guys who run 4 3. So, I mean, and, and Rashawn Evans was hurt. Dean Pease uh, hinted, not, not even hinted. Dean Pease basically told the media yesterday that a lot of guys are banged up, and Vrabel's not going to tell you that, but I am right now. That's what Dean Pease was saying. A lot of guys hurt, ailing with uh, their bodies in that game. There was not a perfect game plan for Pat Mahomes and the Chiefs. But the Titans don't have a dominant pass rusher. They have some really good players. Jarrell Casey, fifth time he's going to a Pro Bowl all in a row. Impressive. Jeffrey Simmons came on strong. Harold Landry, really good second year, but kind of disappeared uh, down the stretch. Rashawn Evans, like what Rashawn Evans is. They've got really good guys in the back end. But Dean Pease was forced to create the pressure himself. Because they could not just go up there and win by sending their front four guys or their front three guys on a consistent basis. Well, that's what makes
1: the San Francisco 49ers in the
0: Super Bowl. Right. That's, yeah, they're, Salah, whatever their coordinator's name, that guy's got an easier job than what Dean Pease had because he's got four first-round draft picks where they hand in the dirt. And those guys are really good. And Dean Pease had to be that creative. And you can't just recreate Dean Pease's play-calling mind and and so that's where there is some concern because arthur smith it took him a little bit to get into uh, his groove of a play caller so i don't know where they're gonna go with this
1: what's your number
0: my number of concern level i'm not gonna go nine out of ten like uh jeffrey did earlier i think seven's fair yeah. dean pease is really good
1: uh yeah you know and he's, he's proven that and i think uh I think the defense liked him. They played hard under him. And I think that Vrabel put together a really good, solid defensive coaching staff. I mean, we were talking about them being elite earlier in the year, and then some things happened. And I do think that Cameron Wake needs to go. I think that was a bad signing, but the strategy of that contract is they can get out of that contract without hurting themselves too bad. They have to get a pass rusher. I mean, that's it's definite. We know their team needs. Like we've discussed them at length, but you got to find the right defensive coordinator. You know, history shows that Mike Vrabel likes, especially because he's a defensive-minded guy. He's going to have to guy. The best part about Mike Vrabel of what he did with Dean he was a first-time head coach, never been a head coach before. So he went out and he got a defensive coordinator he could trust to say, "I know he's going to do the job," so he can concentrate on other things because. Mike Vrabel, God knows, he's got a ton of stuff going on. He's got a ton of stuff on his plate that he has to manage, and now he's in year three, going into year three. So he's a little bit more comfortable, so he can take some maybe a risk on a def- defensive coordinator that doesn't have the experience as Dean Pease. I do think he's going to go into his rolodex and find somebody that he knows that he he's worked with before. But I'm I think seven's the perfect number too. It's hard to it's going to be hard to replace. Dean Pease, and Kerry Combs, because those guys, let's just say, they're the heart and soul of the defensive coaching staff. Right? I mean, they are. And so you got to have – defense wins championships. That's the reason why – look, Casey's defense obviously stepped up later in the year, and the 49ers' defense is really, really well, good.
0: I, saw, I think I just saw Wade Phillips' name get brought up, who was let go or not, not Wait, brought back. The names
1: that you list before the show. Well, yeah.
0: That, it, I'll give you a Mike Herndon Music City Miracles uh, put together a pretty extensive list and he kind of categorized it um, from guys like the in-house candidates, which I think Shane Bowen, who's the outside linebacker coach who did a good job and Luke Warsham pointed out yesterday that Shane Bowen, when they did the split squad scrimmage, In the preseason, Shane Bowen was calling defensive plays when Dean Pease was doing it for the other squad. And then you have Tyrone McKenzie. The linebackers have been developed very well. Like, I think those two guys have done a great job in developing a Harold Landry and a Correa uh, and a Roberson and also David Long and some of them, Rashawn Evans and the other inside guys, Jayon Brown. They've done a good job. The veteran deep corners that that Mike Herndon brought up, Wade Phillips. James Betcher, who talked with Vrabel when uh, Vrabel initially got the Titans head coaching job, Marvin Lewis, former Bengals head coach, who's currently in an assistant type role, special advisor role with Herm Edwards at Arizona State, Romeo Cornell, who just got uh, let go from the Texans as their D.C., George Edwards, a former Vikings D.C., Uh, a lot of people bring up Rex Ryan because he lives in Nashville. I don't think Mike Vrabel brings in Rex Ryan. Rex Ryan's too much about Rex Ryan than Mike Vrabel wants to deal with. He's not
1: team first, physical, smart, savvy.
0: Uh, He's a really good defensive coach. Rex Ryan's defenses were always ranking very high in the NFL when he was a head coach and he was a D coordinator. But... I just don't think Rex Ryan makes sense for have the to go culture. Back. I, 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 that when, would when, shock me. When
1: he was me. the when he was the coach of the Bills, their defense wasn't very good. I think that's one of the reasons why I get fired. I'd, I'd have to check those stats, but I, I, I'm I'm out on Rex Ryan. Rex Ryan can get up on get out
0: and go to Preds games and get drunk. That's what Rex. That's what Rex. Rex Ryan wants to do that. Rex Ryan wants to go to Broadway, go to Preds games, get drunk, and then do TV on the weekends during football season. Sounds he doesn't right. want to coach.
1: Sounds like John Daly.
0: Sounds like an awesome time. <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. Uh yeah. Brandon says, "Surprised nobody has said Steve Belichick because we don't know a lot about Steve Belichick other than he called the plays for the Patriots. I mean, he's Bill Belichick's nation. son. I mean, that's all I mean, we know. That's and the reason sounds why he talks like Bill
1: Belichick. Yeah, I mean, there's,
0: there's. I I'm very
1: curious to see what or who Mike Vrabel is going to interview for this job because I think he's going to do his due diligence, but I, I'm. I want to hear those names. Yeah, Mike and Kernan
0: also uh, brought up Luke Fickle as well, um, who's the Cincinnati head coach. Would he go from being a head coach at Cincinnati to a NFL defensive coordinator? If he wants to eventually become an NFL head coach, maybe. Luke Fickle's done a good job at Cincinnati. But he hasn't gotten that next job yet. I think... It, it depends on what Luke Fickle wants, and obviously Luke Fickle and Mike Vrabel are like best friends.
1: Butchie on Facebook's been saying Luke Keekley for like... I, I, Luke Keekley's not going to just become a defensive coordinator. I thought about
0: this. Is Luke Keekley playing in the Pro Bowl? No. Okay, I just... was.
1: He retired.
0: I, I know that, but he was a Pro Bowler, so I was just I just thought about that. I hadn't heard anything or about it. No,
1: the whole reason is because he's got too many concussions. He... he
0: is he going to be there? I didn't know if that was going to be like his like last hurrah, like go down to the Pro Bowl, have a good time, and then just ride off in the sunset. I don't think that's how that works. Yeah, uh, maybe not. But uh, that th- those are some of the names that were brought up yesterday with Mike Herndon, Music City Miracles, had 15 total names, a lot of them. But I do think losing Dean Pease is a big deal um, because the defense is not going to be the same, and you- it's hard to recreate what Dean Pease did. All right, hey, Austin,
1: did you know, and a lot of people suggest we do this after we get into these drag them out arguments and we just start yelling at each other, like, you guys should hug it out, okay? It's National Hug Day. You're not going to see any hugs on, on camera, but we are going to ask you guys, do you dap, shake, pound, or hug as you greet people? Now, I think it's circumstantial, but that's what we're going to dive into, and we're going to talk talk about the concepts of all of these different greetings. But first, Austin's going to tell you about Renters Warehouse. Yes,
0: RentersWarehouse.com. They're the professional landlords in the Nashville area. You can head right there, RentersWarehouse.com to find out how much your home can rent for. Because a lot of people, they just automatically think that selling their house when they move is the only option. It's not the only option. RentersWarehouse.com creates two things for you when you continue to own your house after you move out. You create an extra cash flow by having other people pay your mortgage and then some. And then you also continue to build equity in that home that you already own. The best way to build long-term actual wealth is by owning property. And Renter's Warehouse does all the work for you for one low rate of $89 a month. There's no catch to this. There's no upfront contracts. There's no hidden fees. There's no marketing contracts or marketing cost either. It's just $89 a month for Renter's Warehouse to do everything for your property. Renter'sWarehouse.com is where to go.
1: It is eSports. who are powered by TennesseeTickets.com end of show topic how do you greet handshake dap is the go to unless it's family then he's a hugger uh, that's coming in on periscope it's definitely circumstantial alright you don't you're not going around hugging every single person right it's just that you're not hugging random people you know, that's just not how it works but I do think that some people are more likely to hug and one of the reasons why we decided to go with this end of show topic is because Austin it sounds like you're what you anti-hug
0: I'm not anti-hug I I have to really know you well to hug you. Like, I have got to be best friends with, like, best friends, that family best. members. I'm talking, like, we've got to have, we, like, we've got history. We've gone through stuff and come out on the other side. Like, I am. I only, I hug when I really, really care about you. Like, that's... That's I. I that's what as I a hug.
1: greeting or in general of like well, obviously like consoling if something has happened to somebody. Uh, well, then I'll yeah. Yeah, there's there's a difference. Uh, but uh, as like, a greeting, I'm
0: talking as a greeting. What? Like my best friends, guys, girls, whatever. I I hug them. A lot of other people, I'm a pound. I pound.
1: Pound? No handshake?
0: No, because handshake putting all, out an open hand.
1: Oh my God! I knew you. Said.
0: Creates so much. Confusion and opportunity for awkwardness. No, it doesn't. Yes, it. it does.
1: It's there. You go.
0: Yes, well, but
1: what is awkward about this? No, because There's, no, it's it literally not awkward. It's I've initiated.
0: I, I, I want you to shake my I, hand. I, I, shake my hand. Right, but then do you do you shake it? Do you hold on to it? Do you do this thing after? What do you do to it? Is well, it? No, it depends on the angle of the up? hand.
1: So if I'm coming in, you if I'm coming in like this, that means. Traditional handshake. Right. Okay. If I'm coming in like this, what's up, dude? I do a little.
0: Yeah, but a little not a lot. Of, not a lot of now people. now I'm gonna come
1: down. I'm not, gonna dap you up. Not and we're a lot of go. people
0: are that transparent with what their intentions are. Uh, a lot of people, are I like, am. A lot of people. That's, that's why like, I don't run fine. into these well, problems. Fine. Yeah, but that's why I, I just go to this. And obviously, if we're talking but like it business, like
1: I don't really know you, bro. It's it's kind of like, hey, all right, there you go.
0: Not, I don't think so.
1: Yeah, it definitely that's is. That's what you say. A, a pound means that you are an acquaintance or that you don't want to interact like that. Like germs, throw germs out the window, okay? Uh, give me a break. Don't be. Jeffrey brings this up. up.
0: If, with a handshake, do you bring it in? DAP.
1: It depends on that. Depends on the relationship, right? Right. Yes, but sometimes if I know you, then yeah, I'm but, going in. But I, it's I, adapt, I it's like
0: obviously, if it's like business discussions you or actual, kids, right? yes, yes. If it's those, I'm talking social situations, right? Because social situations. I hug you if we're that close and if we've you know, if we're big great friends or whatever, I will hug you. But most of the time I You've put up. You've never
1: given me a hug. Ever.
0: No, that's because we're, and, that's, business, and, that's fine. we're business. and
1: I I'm okay with that. I'm not sitting here complaining. Zach's a
0: hugger. So maybe you feel bad that I've no, never so hugged. So I I hug <laughs> I usually I hug I, I hug pretty much
1: all women from ages sixty to whatever. Like, hey, how's it going? Family members? Yes. Absolutely. If you're, but that that's the, hey, like come in, nice to meet you. Uh, if you're a friend of a friend and I'm introduced like that, hey, meet my good friend X, whoever yeah. that is, yeah. we're hugging. I'm not going to sit here and, and shake your hand, hey, how's it going? And then if if I don't want to shake your hand or if there's too many people around to go around and and I go, hey, 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 how's it going? Nice to meet you. I'm Zach. Nice to meet you. What's your name? What's your name? And then you do the point and you say, hey, very nice to meet all of you. Uh, yeah. Now you've avoided all like awkward. Hey, how's it yeah, going? Yeah, yeah. But here's the other thing. Awkwardness is either funny or there is none of it. Like that's <laughs> that like that that is in my mind. Yeah. Like it can be like, this is hilarious. This person is like awkward. Like They're uncomfortable. That's funny. Or it's just like, oh, this person gets along, right?
0: Yeah. Chad says, I blame your father for not teaching you a proper greeting. Don't know how to shake hands? Come on. So That's ridiculous, Chad. So
1: Chad didn't need to blame your dad. Yeah, for real. uh, But
0: I'm talking in social, like casual situations. Obviously, if I'm greeting someone who's my superior or an elder or whoever. Yes. If there's... Like, with respect. Who is the superior? Um, like, an official or a, a police officer or somebody that yeah. demands respect. Uh, I'm uh, not going to pound it with a cop. Uh, you uh, know, like, I'm going <laughs> to shake somebody's hand. What seems like, to be the like, officer problem? I'm, ta- <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking about socially. Like, social settings.
1: <laughs> like, when
0: you're meeting some a group of friends out. Do, I, do you view cops as superiors? An authority figure, yeah. Uh, I, he, I, was, I, I respect them in that I, in that but, manner. Yeah,
1: you can respect somebody and not view them as a superior. Superior just feel like I don't feel like anybody is superior to me. I, I just that's mindset. Well, I, no, like, like, like a like, cop, I, I'll, I'll like treat them. Yes, sir. I, like,
0: like if it's a if it's an, an older gentleman or an older woman who I don't know, and meeting for the first time, I will give them yes. The but hand that's handshake. an that's elder, a, right, that's right? That's what I said. But the
1: superior thing caught me off guard.
0: Okay, if like when I went when I was uh, working for somebody else and not myself, when I had a boss, I'm shaking my boss's hand. I'm not gonna dap up my boss. That's stupid.
1: Well, it depends on your boss, right? You could have a cool boss. Well, it and it they're all dep- about that life, right?
0: It depends on the conversation that me and said boss might have been having or not having. You you don't
1: hug anybody besides best friends. And best friends
0: members? is that, that's who I hug. Best friends, family. members How many
1: best friends do you have? So, oh, like, I are, mean, we're cutting like family members is family, right? How many best friends are we working with? Is this a, is this a category of two? Are only two people no. able to hug Austin Stanley?
0: No, it's more than that. I mean, I'm not that.
1: Well, I mean, I'm trying to say best friends. Like, there's really good friends. There's friends. But best friends are in an upper echelon, right? Those are your ride and dies. Those are you're in a bind. You need some help. That is, hey, somebody, something happened to a family member. I mean, You're I'm not going
0: to count like on my hands, my fingers, but a handful. So it's very, there's, there's, there's very a, it's a handful, exclusive. but it's, it's people that. They know who they are, and I'm not like you brought up that I've never hugged you. Blake. I mean, that's very exclusive group. (laughs) Hey, I I didn't know. You feel bad that I've never given you a hug. No, no. (laughs) Even though I do hug, I I, that's. I mean, I I I pat on the shoulder, uh, uh, a pat like, hey, slugger, yeah, I get that slugger. Way to go,
1: tiger. Yeah, go get him, bud. No, again, I, I don't need a hug. I'm not saying that. But what I'm saying is, it is a very exclusive category where me, it's more open where. I'm going to give you a hug. It doesn't necessarily mean like, like a, a, a strong hug. Yes, that means something. For the handshake thing. So I was taught how to shake a person's hand. Uh, this is actually funny. In a plane when I was like seven or eight, yeah. and this guy had a McDonald's cup, random guy. He had a cowboy hat on too. And he was <laughs> drinking because you could smell the liquor on his breath. But he taught me a valuable lesson that day that I've always, always remembered. When you shake somebody's hand, and I'm going to shake your hand, okay? When you shake somebody's hand, you, strong, Smack my mic you do one shake, in. and you say your name. My name is Zach Bingham. Now, he said, my name is Zach Bingham. I'm from Nashville, Tennessee. I don't need to tell you where I'm from. I think I've dropped that off. But here's another thing. When you meet somebody, you should tell your first and your last name. Just don't say, hey, I'm Zach. There's a lot of Zachs in this world. You need to separate yourself and make sure that they know who you are. That is one thing that I learned when I was seven years old. and I've taken that with me for the rest of my life. And it has helped me in a lot yeah. of things. There's some respect. Well, factor. it's the
0: same thing. It's like how, like a lot of people are bad with names. I'd not like I, a lot of times I don't re- Retain names initially, unless I repeat name back. I, that's what I have to do. It's, it's, well, then
1: you get into the, Hey man, what's going on? No, bro? it's
0: like, uh, it's like Zach. Austin, Nice to meet you. Like that type of thing. I, I repeat name back and that's how I retain name.
1: Yeah. And so, look; these are these are all life lessons that we're learning. I I hug a little bit more than you hug, and that's okay. Yeah. yeah but Adam, you're right. The day I learned to shake a, a hand on a plane, I, I did. I vividly remember this because he was drunk.
0: And then uh, the fish shake. No, yeah. Or, or you do that as a joke to some to one of your friends. But you that you're shake. Just with. Do,
1: I shake women's hands differently than you do men, men's hands. Right. Yes, it's but they're but they're
0: still both like considered you know, firm, but well, there's nah, a, not
1: necessarily. It depends on how, what, what the no, interaction no, no, is.
0: This is, and somebody said this, the first comment about this conversation on the show was it's all about situational awareness. Everything is about situational awareness. Most of the time I prefer if I really don't know you that well, and it's a social setting, I'll give you a quick fist bump. That's where I go to. If I know you really well, I give, like, I'm like, hey, what's up? Because it's quick, it's easy, ID it's value, ca- it's casual. I
1: devalue fist bumps. Fist bumps are like, hey, bro, I don't really know you. Just get out of here. I'm trying to make this conversation quick that that's what I, that's that's what I see when you go fist bump or it's like, let's go, let's go, let's go.
0: Well, yeah, yeah. let's go. (laughs) (laughs) What are you doing? Ready? (laughs) When are you you doing that? You're a washed up athlete. What are you doing that? Do that? Uh, I don't know. (laughs) You don't put yourself in situations really. Let's go. Let's
1: go. That that's kind of funny. Well, (laughs) uh, uh, national hugging day Just go start hugging people Yeah See There you go And uh, Joshua says I missed the Brady discussion Well once we're over You can go right back to it <laughs> You can go right back to it I just Look like, It needs to be meaningful I like talking to people And getting to know people And how you not How you don't do that is Hey bro What's up All Well right, I think If me.
0: I'm meeting somebody For the first time I shake their hand But uh-huh. if it's like a, it's, Again If it's like a Somebody's like Hey what's up dude It's a guy You don't really want to talk to No and Not necessarily it's a guy that you you want this conversation
1: to move along quick.
0: Yeah, I mean, I just like that, that, I just like the simplicity of the fist bump.
1: Yeah, because you're like, okay, get out of here.
0: <laughs> not no, I, that's not my intentions. That could be your intentions with fist bump, not my intentions with fist. That's bumps. how I take
1: fist bumps, and that's how I delve out fist bumps usually, and that's why I don't delve out a lot of f- fist bumps. Uh, let's go, let's go, Billy, let's go. Billy
0: says, have you ever done the handshake and they shake you to death, or they just like linger? Or, it, or like the, the two-handed shake where it just continues to go on and on and you're like... Yeah, you're like, I'm not usually the person
1: because I, I usually have some like dominant force of like, all right. You I'm assert gonna, your dominance gonna, in this handshake? Yeah, yeah. I'm going to shake the hand and then I'm going to get out of there and you're going to know... Look, you're going to know my first and last name, first of all. And I we're going to handshake and I'm going to get the hell out of there. And then we can have this conversation. I want to end on this because this is hilarious. One of the funniest commercials out there. Have you seen, and they run them on ESPN all the time, about the cream for sweaty hands. And this woman is like on the verge of tears because this cream has changed her life because she's had such sweaty hands for all this time. And like they they interview, I don't know whether these are actors because they seem like they're actors. But there's actually a cream for sweaty hands. That's funny. There's nothing worse than dead fish sweaty hand handshakes. That bottom of the total pole, awful. But that commercial, the next time you see it, this girl's
0: like, oh, my God. Haven't seen it.
1: It's funny. It
0: all right, guys. Enjoy your Tuesday. Uh, we got a lot of work to do. The offseason officially here for the Titans. Uh, so plenty of things to get into. Again, I, I've done all my re- – I've done it all. I've got the Titans offseason plan. I'm just uh, – It'll be there ready for when uh, that day comes.
1: Uh, Joshua asks, how do I get A to Z sports swag? It is com. We've got you covered. Hats, pullovers, long sleeve, short sleeve. So, Joshua, thank you for asking. Shop dot a to z sports national
0: and that pullover is really warm and it's really cold outside cold. the pullover is nice and comfy so cool. all right we'll see you guys later uh buck rising we'll be back tonight 8 p.m central time for a to z sports prime time he'll see you then we'll see you guys later on thanks for watching
2: adios